0: Hello, superstars! Welcome to the Up Your Creative Genius podcast, where you will gain insight and tips to stomp on the accelerator and blast off to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Patty Dobrovolsky, and if this is your first time tuning in, then strap in because this is serious rocket fuel. Each week, I interview fellow creative geniuses to help you learn how easy it is to up your creative genius in any part of your life. Hey, everybody, it's Patti Dobrovolsky with Up Your Creative Genius. OMG. Today, I have Chaitra Poly. Now, I just want to say that this woman is incredible. She's the co-founder of Women in Club, which if you don't know about, you're going to learn about today, which is going to be amazing. She also is the COO of Mela, an online platform that is extraordinary. It helps people expand their economic pathways, and that's her whole mission. She's also a TEDx speaker. She's been at the UN. She has been rocking it in the world, helping women to expand what they're able to do in the digital space. I'm so happy to have you, Chai. Wow. Welcome.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Patty, for having me. I'm really, really excited to be here. Oh, my
0: gosh, Chai. Will you just tell people a little bit about your story? Like, how in the world did you start Women in Cloud and why?
1: Sure, buddy. First is people need to know where I originated. And I think that would help a lot, right? So yes. I did my engineering and basically my journey was to be a housewife. And, <laughs> wow. and, uh, but I wow. got very lucky to have a great husband who actually inspired me to really take step and believe in that I should have an economic power and i knew i wanted to do it but having a supportive person in your life makes a huge difference so got into the corporate world worked there for like i would say 20 years and then decided to make a leap into the entrepreneurship world so as building the tech company realized was it was not easy because i wanted to build a tech company and a solution for the enterprise market because i knew Working at Microsoft and Oracle, that is where the money is. That is where you can actually easily build a million-dollar business without putting too much effort. But I was completely wrong till I realized (laughs) is there were many barriers on building a tech solution. That means you couldn't raise the funding because you're a woman. There was a challenge around getting into the customer market because there are a lot of insurance requirements, a lot of certification requirements. So I actually went to a lot of the community groups to really understand if there is a support for women like us, and also to the Chamber of Commerce, went to the Department of Commerce, couldn't really get the support that was required. And that was the place where I met my friends, Karen and Gretchen and Gabriella, sat there and spoke to them. I think there's a need for it and uh, uh yeah, definitely, to, yeah, <laughs> and we really have a need for women entrepreneurs to really closely work with Microsoft's or you know the big companies like them to really build a business, and we really would love to co- sell with you because all the other companies who grew a, a really big, they all had the same formula, right they had worked with Microsoft's and actually Microsoft of the world, and that's what gave. So they said, can you commit for, commit your life to make this happen? And that was the biggest decision I had to make, because till that time, it was fun because we were able to put an event together. We were able to create a demand. But the day when they said, are you ready to commit to make this billion dollar vision come to life? And are you ready for it? Because oh my then God. we would all commit.
0: Oh my God. Billion dollar vision. All right. Yes. So let's just rewind for a second. All right. So you were going to be a housewife. Your husband said you got to have your own economic freedom. He got you interested in going into the corporate sector. You went in for 20 years and worked at companies like Oracle and Microsoft and grew your tech skills, right? So you became tech savvy in that space. And then you came up with your own idea, right? And then when you went to pitch it, you couldn't get it no funding, right? You couldn't get any funding. And so this, I think, and then you went to go find support. There isn't any. And so you like developed it yourself. You decided, all right, and you're talking to Karen and Gabriella Schuster and about this, and then you create Women in Cloud, which is fine what you're saying. And I know that I've been there. So they're really fun events, really awesome. But now the goal, $1 billion. In yes. economic access. One yes. billion.
1: One right? billion in net new economic access for women tech founders. Wow. It's unheard of. Oh it's my god. That is
0: that is a crazy goal. So all right. So when uh, you're just amazing that you actually have done that. And then when did you start Women in Cloud? So how long has it been since the inception of that until today?
1: <clears throat> the idea was born in 2018. And then one of the goal was to really see if there is a big demand for it. And we did the first event, Patty, I think you were there too. And we were just expecting 50 people, but we had 450 people show up there and that's when we, I remember still, is like, what are we going to announce? I know that all people are excited. <laughs> what are we going to announce? I remember Karen and myself putting on a napkin. I said, I think we should do is the cloud accelerator for women. Yeah. And we went on the stage and explained it. That was the vision. And we said is we will create a billion dollars in economic access for women in the enterprise sector because the market opportunity was $700 billion. So we said we'll create a billion dollars carving for women and we can be very successful. Yeah, that's kind of how it started. And the community has grown significantly larger, expanded in eight countries. And it's just going good. Even in COVID, we pivoted a lot.
0: It's really amazing to me that this. Okay, so I just want listeners to pay attention. 2018, this started. That is literally three years ago. And so now Women in Cloud is huge, right? It's in these all these countries, and it's just done so much to help women in the digital space. And so I love this, and you do a lot for the community, too. So what are you doing right now? What's Women in Cloud doing, and why do you do the things with the Give Back programs? Tell me about that and how that feeds your own personal mission.
1: Sure. Uh, Patty, the place that we started with was we knew women always needed economic access. And it stems from, you know, my childhood stories that I heard about my grandma. And she was, I think, around 40 years and my grandfather passed away. And within a week, they were thrown out of the house because she was not educated. And what it really did was those stories existed and she always said is you need to have economic power so that nobody can take your power away, can take your existence and identity away. So those stories always were there in my, you know, I have been listening from my parents, my uncles and aunties. So everybody was groomed in that economic access is an important aspect of our growth when we were growing up. So when I think about it now also, women also need economic access. You know, without that, they don't have a voice. They don't have an identity. They don't have a place to communicate changes that was required. So that's kind of how the community has come together, where we want everyone to have a voice. We focus a lot on collective as a voice. Collective and everyone's voice matters. So when we think about it, the inclusion was very important. So women, men, kids, youth, everybody needs to be there and the voice needs to be heard. And we are talking about economic access in the world where that is becoming difficult for many of the population. The second one is creating access is when you give access, you also get access. So it's really a beautiful, magical key that you have. So why not activate that? So when you do it, you become influential, you become powerful. And people didn't know how to really go about unlocking that. So helping them educate on that particular skill is, it's really good for you to go and help others. And by doing that, you're serving, you're influencing, and you're partnering with them. And you're also gaining a lot of friends as you go. So your network automatically grows. And as a child, you already know how to do it. But as an adult, you have so much judgment and bias. So our community removes that piece. So we all have a single consensus and a spirit that we want to help each other and unlock access for each other. So that was kind of the bed of how we built. And also one of the other philosophies we were, we need to become a lab for personal development so that we become leaders as we go through the journey. So we focus a lot on public speaking. We focus a lot on communication. We focus a lot on advisory. So there's a lot of things like we focus a lot on those things. And that was missing in a lot of the communities. And that's why people come to us because they are gaining skills and they're becoming a better self of themselves. And Women in Cloud is an identity or a brand that represents their spirit. And that's how we have built the organization.
0: I love that. And you did stuff... You know, to say a little bit about what you did during COVID in India, because I think this is really essential. People don't realize the impacts of COVID for women in business and women in their families, right? So, say Absolutely. a little bit about that effort. Empower her family, would you?
1: Sure, sure, Patty. So, when COVID hit, that was in March, we saw a significant cry for help for women in India. And if you look at it, the women do not have a representation in the economic power in India. So a lot of the things were not getting access, whether it's vaccination or mask or any support. And a lot of the women were losing jobs. And also many women were stepping back because they had to take care of their families. Mm -hmm. So as part of it, basically, we sent out a note to the entire network saying, we would love to build as a global framework for providing economic relief for women and really helping them through digital solutions, anyone interested in it. It was amazing. We had over 150 people say we want to help in this mission. So we came together and now we have 50 people working together on a mission to help a million women in India to have economic relief provide digital solutions. So there are three goals we are working on. One is making sure we have strategic awareness campaigns that are driving so that women get real information about their health, whether it's uh, health or education or skilling or opportunity. So we work with the NGOs to make sure we have that information available. The second one, we are also raising a million dollars for helping a women who have lost their primary bread earners in their families. So we give them direct cash relief. And that's a big mission that we are going after It's a million dollars. And we're asking the entire community to come and support. Yeah. Because when you make that change, when you save that woman and her family, they will be able to leapfrog into a completely different, they're not moving towards the poverty. They don't have to face what my grandmother faced, right? right. They're just changing their trajectory for their life. And the third one is digital skilling and yeah. employability. I would say cloud skilling and employability to be yeah. more precise. So we get them educated, give them scholarship, get them in front of the employers because there is an 8.8 million jobs open right now and we need to get people ready for that. So we're kind of working on that framework and that framework when it's implemented, we can provide the same framework for all the countries and they should be able to take it from there. And that will be the biggest contribution from Women in Cloud. Helping yeah, I would say so,
0: too. Like, that's amazing. So yeah. setting up, it's not just, you know, doing it for this one country, but women in this one country, but setting the framework. So any country who wants to empower and expand economic access for women can do it. I love that. I think it's very far, you know, you're really thinking way out in the future and in the process. You're doing all the day-to-day stuff too. You know, you got, you're building it. You have a great team behind you, which yes. is true. But I wonder, you know, who inspires you out there in the world? Where do the big ideas come from? And where in your own head, who are you looking at and talking to that are really, it has inspired you to do so much?
1: Oh, Patty, that's a fantastic question. So I can't name one person who inspires me, I think I look for people who are very positive in their outlook. Who are looking for the better side of the world, even in the chaos and even in the place where we feel depressed, they're always there to support each other. So when I surround myself, everybody around me is inspiration moment. So when I talk to my team, I get inspired by the things they do, the kind of work they do. I have my family, so inspired by my kids and my husband, because they do a lot for the community. Then I have my board of advisors. They are just absolutely champions of inspiration for me. And then we have role models, like these big role models who are there, who are really transforming the world with big ideas and big changes. And then I also look into my past, my aunts and my grandmother and my family, and I look at it and say... They inspired me to be here on this planet. So I really have a heart full of gratitude for everyone who comes in my life and really contribute to, you know, contribute in a way I can and be an inspiration for them.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Now, do you have a daily practice or how do you approach working? And then that's one question I have. And then the second one is how do you approach the entrepreneurs in your accelerator, you know, what do you do for them? So tell me first, what's your daily practice that you use to really get yourself going every single day so that people know, you know, everybody has a daily practice of some kind who is an inspirator like you. So tell me what's yours.
1: So first Patty, as soon as I get up, I use your, um, you know, emotion is the infinity loop. I go in every day to kind of reset my brain and said, okay, let's set a word for the day so that it's a positive inspiration word. And that kind of helps me get through the day. So, and then I have like habits around working out. Yeah. You know, I do intermittent fasting. So uh, (laughs) to keep me healthy and then basically have is my uh, stoic meditation values where Every day I have one of the things that I do. Like mostly I'll say, I just want to accomplish three things in a day. And what does those three things look like? And I look at my calendar and see, can I accomplish that? Or it's completely busy because by the time I get to the evening, I'm exhausted. And then I have to go back till 12. (laughs) So I need to have that space to kind of veg a little bit and relax. So my, usually my days are anywhere from 10 to 14 hour days that I have to work. So I have to have a capacity to
0: work through that. I love that. That's fantastic. So like you cram into that workout, spiritual practice, daily, you know, inspirational word, and then some kind of schedule, the three things that you want to accomplish. And this, I think for listeners, this is really key. You want to have Every day, some goals of what you're going to do so that when you look back in your evening, you can say, This is what I did. These are the things that I was able to accomplish. And this is essential, right? So, okay, good. Mm -hmm. Now tell us so, if somebody wanted, had an idea, a digital idea or a digital business, how do they get involved? And then what do you help them with?
1: Sure. So, if you have an idea, First you need to think about is how is your user really going to benefit when you implement a solution? Not because your idea is the good, but how will they change their life? How they will change their identity? How will they change their behaviors? It's very important for software companies to think about really transforming people's life through the technology because you're automating the processes. If you're just building a sake of technology for sake after certain moments, usually the customer or anyone will say, I'm not interested. So that's something to keep in mind is the software is a transformational technology that will change the human's behavior and also help them to excel to do what they want to or become what they want to become. So that's what the technology should do.
0: So customer at the center, customer at the center. Exactly, (laughs) exactly, Patty. And the second
1: one is... I would love everyone to really build a vision map for when they're building a technology. And Patty, you have given me those tools. And every time I'm trying to build a new technology or idea, I usually drive, write my vision map, not as beautiful as yours, but at least I can write my feelings on the left and the feelings on the right and my bold statements and then I know, okay, that is what a vision looks like. And I think about it because it's important for you to believe in yourself that you can deliver that because yes. taking an idea to market takes a lot of effort. Yes. And you're really dealing with a couple of things. There's, there's a lot of exhaustion that comes in because you're testing a lot of ideas and piloting a lot of stuff. Second is you have a lot of self-doubt. You have to conquer that self-doubt through the process. And third one is traction. You need to yeah. see everyday micro wins that you have to see. If you don't see that, that means your idea is not growing. So it's very yeah. important. for you. And people.
0: you're not going to be inspired. I mean, if you can't hit the success button with it, you know, exactly. you're not going to get any serotonin. So exactly. you know, you, you're not on the right stream. Yeah, Exactly. And
1: Patty, like if you're working with the team, do not harp on them for not doing something. Yeah, Encourage them that they made a win. They celebrate with them because yeah. we humans have to celebrate every day because that is one thing we share. We don't have to share negativity and uh, we have to share positivity together. So yeah. make an effort because most of the people get frustrated and they don't know why. And yeah. they usually unleash it on the people who are close to them. We're making things happen. So don't do that. And the last one is uh, what are the resources I would say join the women club first is you get to hang out with patty and us all the time that's that right It's fine <laughs> and the second one is really invest in your personal growth whether you're trying to become an entrepreneur within the company or an entrepreneur we have the tools to take you through a complete journey so you're never lost you have a community to lift you support you and help you grow and We are hoping that you will solve one of the global goals and support the UN.
0: That's right. That's our big mission, and I love this piece of it. And there are events that happen throughout the year that you can get involved with. Can you say a little bit about how somebody could get involved in just one of the events that's coming up?
1: Sure. So Women in Cloud really focuses on four signature events. We used to only do one event for two years. We did one event and. The demand was so high, we had to expand it to saying, we'll do two. Then we said three, and then now we have four. So we have four signature events. Starts with the start of the year, which is a celebration event, which is the largest event. And we really focus a lot on highlighting the things we have done and also setting the goals for the next year. Then we come to the International Women's Day, and we really focus a lot on putting your plans in action. And really taking action was the goal. Then we come into July, which we work with Microsoft. And we do Inspire, which is the WIC Inspire, in tandem with Microsoft Inspire. And that one is all about business development, relationship, partnerships that we focus on. It's a
0: fantastic event. If you want to expand your network, Like that's one of my favorites.
1: Yes. And then the last one is we come towards the October, which is the UNGA Event which is like the UN General Assembly. So we do directly in parallel with that, really supporting all the UN goals. And at that time, we focus a lot on leadership skilling and really helping you become a purpose-driven leader. So those are the kind of activities we do. So if you want to get involved, go to our website, womenincloud.com and sign up for the newsletter because that's where you get access to some amazing access points. Yeah. And we really try very hard to work with our corporate sponsors and partners yeah. to underwrite a lot of access for events, programs, and scholarships for women. So if you need that, we also have that support for you.
0: It's so amazing. So you're just so inspirational. Everything like is so positive and always changing. What I love about what you're doing is that you have learned to pivot Instantaneously, like if you feel like somebody gives you a good idea, you right away put it in place. You don't wait. You're not asking anybody's approval. You're like, no, let's do that. You ask your team, of course, but then it's done. And then you have the backing of some of the biggest companies to help make it better for women in the digital space and create this, you know, equity that really needs to happen. So I thank you for that. Now, if you were going to just give one tip about making change to someone who's listening, you know, what would be the tip about how to pivot or how it is that you're able to just make the change? What would you say to them if they're feeling like they need to step up their game or they need to make some kind of transition to something new? How do, have you been able to do it and seen in other entrepreneurs?
1: What would you say? So I think, Harry, one tip may not be a good one, but I'll try to kind of give a perspective on how to take steps in the right direction. First is my philosophy is think about an identity that you want to create for yourself. So have a name for it. If you want to be an inspirational leader, then write down, I want to be an inspirational leader. Yeah. And then write down the details of what does it take to be an inspirational leader, right? So write that down. Because you need to know what your definition is, because when you arrive at Mm -hmm. that place, when you have accomplished, you know, you created that change in your life. Right. Because of multiple things. Second is take micro action, like micro means micro every day. So, for example, I had a vision to leave coffee like I didn't want to have coffee. And I said enough is enough. I want to set myself as not a coffee drinker like I don't want to be addicted to coffee. And I had to really write down, it's not just, okay, I'm going to go leave coffee, but I had to write down what that identity looks like. What does that mean? Who am I losing? Which tribe am I missing? And am I okay to be an occasional coffee drinker? People are going to judge me about it. I had to make peace with that. I had to take micro steps towards it. And now I feel like I've accomplished that because it was a personal development and a growth because you had to really work on addiction piece and remove that addiction piece, right? And the reason why I was learning is because both my kids are going to leave us and, you know, fly off the nest. And that separation anxiety is the one that I wanted to conquer as part of this one. So for me, was if I leave coffee, which is my favorite thing on the planet, how (laughs) does that feel? It was like an experimentation because my kids are so special to me. So now I don't feel that, that I feel like I have the power when they leave I know I will be stable as a human and, but it was an exercise to go through it. I still drink coffee. Don't get me wrong. I love coffee, but I'm not addicted to it. I'm not like, I'm not going to break down if something happens. So when my kids leave, I can leave them. They can fly off and I can be the best mother I can be for them.
0: That is so amazing. So you took like another goal so that you could know you could achieve this bigger goal. So this is really a key concept. So part of that is building the confidence. That's what I'm hearing is that the giving up coffee, whatever you did with that exactly. it gave you the confidence to know that if you're addicted to something or love something so much, you're going to be able to let it go exactly. because we know the universe it's driven by you know, what we love and what we're passionate about that pulls us to that thing. And sometimes we get too attached even to a vision of what we think should happen. And that is the other piece to remember is that you can have a vision of something that you want. And it's important to be specific. This is what you were saying. Write it all down, all the specificity of what it is you want to step into and become. The second piece of this is you have to let it go. You have to work on it, knowing full well that that thing is coming to you and look for the signs of it so that you can see, oh, yeah, well, I was able to give up coffee. So I know when it's time for my kids to be on their own out in the world, I'll be able to let go of them in the same way. That is brilliant. I'm going to try that right away with stuff.
1: And (laughs) the the thing is that it applies to the business because you are so attached to something. That's right. Now you do not have attachment. What you have is you have logical mind and you're not attached through the emotional piece of it. So that's where I would say is working on that particular one is knowing what your identity looks like, what you want to become. Take small steps and you can totally do it and have really supportive people around you.
0: That's right. And have fun doing it too, because fun is
1: essential.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This has been such an amazing interview with you. I knew it would be, but I'm so inspired now. I'm going to go try this new thing that you talked about around some stuff I've got to let go of myself. So Uh, I love that. And the person I'm going to become, that future you. Well, I can't, I can't, Thank you enough for spending time with us and sharing all of your wisdom and insight. You know, if you want to get involved with Women in Cloud, sign up, you know, sign up for the emails at womenincloud.com. Go there and also, you know, follow Chaitra Vidula Polly on LinkedIn. All that I'll put in the show notes so you can see what she's up to because she's often posting through mighty networks about all the things that she's doing. And with the UN goals coming up, This is a time to really pay attention. Well, Chai, you're amazing. Thank you so much for spending time with me. It's just so inspiring to be around you. So thanks for everything you're doing in the world.
1: Thanks, Patty. And one last idea is become a creator. Go create some cool stuff. And if you can talk to Patty, she will give you the vision map that you need to develop to create the best version of you. So thanks, uh, Patty, for having me.
0: You're so welcome. And let's go out and change the world. Come on. Until next yes, time, yes, Up yes. Your Creative Genius. Let's do this. Woo! Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to DM me on Instagram your feedback or takeaways from today's episode on Up Your Creative Genius. Then join me next week for more Rocket Fuel Remember, you are the superstar of your universe, and the world needs what you have to bring. So get busy, get out, and up your creative genius. And no matter where you are in the universe, here's some big love from yours truly, Patty Dobrovolsky and the Up Your Creative Genius podcast. That's a wrap.